The first reading today comes from Luke chapter 5, commencing at verse 27. After this, he went out and saw a tax collector named Levi sitting at the tax booth. And he said to him, follow me. And he got up, left everything and followed him. Then Levi gave a great banquet for him in his house. And there was a large crowd of tax collectors and others sitting at the table with them. The Pharisees and their scribes were complaining to his disciples saying, why do you eat and drink with these tax collectors and sinners? Jesus answered, those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick, I have come to call not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. The second lesson, also from Luke, chapter 14, verse 1, then reverting onward from verse 7. On one occasion, when Jesus was going to the house of a leader of the Pharisees to eat a meal on the Sabbath, they were watching him very closely. When he noticed how the guests chose the places of honour, he told them a parable. When you are invited by someone to a wedding banquet, do not sit down at the place of honour in case someone more distinguished than you has been invited by your host. And the host who invited both of you may come and say to you, give this person your place, and then in disgrace you would start to take a lower place. But when you are invited, go and sit down at the lowest place, so that when your host comes, you may, he may say to you, friend, move up higher, then you will be honoured in the presence of all who sit at the table with you. For all who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. He said also to one who had invited him, when you give a luncheon or a dinner, do not invite your friends or your brothers or your relatives or rich neighbors in case they may invite you in return and you would be repaid. But when you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame and the blind, and you will be blessed because they cannot repay you for you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. Hear the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God. Uh, well, good, good morning for those that are visiting this morning. My name's Randall and I'm the minister here at St Barnabas. Uh, it's lovely to have you uh, with us this morning. Uh, as a church, we're in the middle of a series uh, called Surprise the World, uh, thinking about the kind of habits that we as Christians can have in our life uh, to help us be uh, Jesus's missional people. So what does it mean to be a missional person? It means uh, to be a person of Jesus, to be a person that carries on uh, the mission of Jesus. Uh, sometimes when we thought about uh, mission, it's something that people do overseas, uh, missionaries of people that are sent to fulfill a mission overseas. But actually, to be a Christian is to be a follower of Jesus. And to be a follower of Jesus means we, we look at how he lived and what he did, and we 
respond to him uh, through prayer and by his spirit today. So, so we, we follow him. To be a Christian who Christ is in, we are led by God's spirit to follow him. And so to be a Christian is to be a follower. And we follow Jesus into the mission that he has. Uh, the mission of Jesus uh, has not changed in thousands of years. And so missionaries are not just the people that are called by Jesus to follow him. It's actually all Christians are called to follow Jesus into his mission. And his mission is, is really simple, uh, to make disciples. Uh, the, the person that considers themselves righteous, as the last passage finished, uh, feels like they don't need salvation. Their, their way is right, and as they walk in it, they will be successful. The, the person uh, that is lost uh, acknowledges that maybe their way doesn't work as well as they think that they may have in the past. The person that acknowledges that they're lost uh, is who Jesus calls. Uh, so... Uh, Jesus calls us to make disciples more followers in the same way that he made disciples through this saving and reconciling the lost. And so the, the Christian is the person that carries on the mission of Jesus and lives it out in this world. Uh, to be a Christian, uh, one of the things that we do is turn up as we gather together at church but Christians are ultimately a group of people on mission with Jesus, following Jesus in this world, his way of life and living, responding to him, and then calling others to know him, love him, be loved by him, and uh, do the same thing in this world. You, you see, for someone that knows Jesus, uh, they know that they're loved. They're, they know that they're, they have someone with them now, that their eternity is secure, that actually in life, uh, if you want to walk out in a fullness what God has called you to do, it's done with Him, knowing what God's called you to do and walking with Him in that. So our mission as a church is, is really simple, to make, uh, so to make disciples of Jesus, to mature disciples and mobilize fully formed disciples of Jesus. Why do I say fully formed? Because uh, we, we never yet arrive as a Christian. Uh, but if we haven't joined in Jesus' mission, we're kind of half formed. We've kind of missed the point. And so this series for us as a church is about us uh, not missing the point, but grabbing a hold of some of what we're called to do and beginning to look at how we can uniquely live it out in this world. What are two things that, that Jesus did? Uh, he ate with people. Spent a lot of time just sharing food, sharing life, and he brought the kingdom of God. Uh, he ate with people uh, that were unexpected, and he shared the kingdom of God. What does that mean? Uh, he healed lots of people. Uh, he uh, brought in those who, who were lost and outcast. He gave hope uh, to people. So when we, when we talk about uh, doing what Jesus did and living out his mission in the world, uh, we're talking about a series of habits. And as a church, we're talking about habits that uh, are uniquely uh, what Jesus did, but uniquely lived out for us 
as Christians in this world. And so we're going to talk about two habits this morning that, that are part of uh, what we are called to do as Christians in this world as we follow Jesus. And the first, the first I'll get to later. The second is eat with people. Uh, I've called eating with people, giving someone the gift of sharing in life. Uh, recently, we've done an Alpha course. For me, it felt really different because we didn't eat together. I, I don't know if you've thought uh, about uh, what the significance of eating together is, but when everyone's engaged, uh, when everyone's sharing food, it's a sharing in life. Uh, generally, over food, you talk about what's going on. Uh, if you're a family that is disciplined, you put your devices away, you turn the TV off, and you share life. What are the highs and lows? What's going on? Where are you at? We show an interest in each other. We share something that is essential in life where we all eat, and we may not eat the 21 or so times a week that we could. We may miss meals. But the really important meals are the ones that we get to share with other people because we share in life. And as we eat together, we eat from the relationships that we share as well. We can feed each other uh, emotionally in the way that we share life together. So who did Jesus eat with? He ate with unexpected, surprising people. He ate with tax collectors, sinners, outcasts. He ate with anyone that would come to the banquet and eat with him. He helped unimportant people to feel important. And he welcomed hospitality from others. Uh, Jesus wants us to eat with him. On Sunday we, we come and we eat with him. He is with us as we gather. Uh, but he also wants us to eat with others. Uh, sometimes I think we're really tempted to just eat with people that we're comfortable with. And actually Jesus calls us to invite others to the table, to extend the hospitality. Uh, so in, in the passages that, that we've uh, read today, we see eating is a place of redemption. Uh, so eating is a place of redemption. If you wanted to look with me in, in Luke's uh, gospel, we see in uh, Luke chapter 14 uh, that those who are not necessarily the ones that uh, sh should be in a place of importance are trying to find a place of importance. And Jesus takes the lowly and the lost and he says, welcome them. Uh, welcome the unrighteous. It's actually uh, Jesus who heals a person. He brings the kingdom as he shares life. Uh, so eating is a place where those who are cast out are welcomed in. And when you're well-fed, uh, there's something that feels welcoming about it. And so we're called to eat in a, in a similar way, to eat together, to invite others in, and to share God's kingdom as we share food together. So some of you might say, well, how can I fit this in? What could this look like for me? Like, I'm pretty busy. Well, how could I eat with new people? And so in the book, Surprise uh, the World, it talks about finding three different people that you could eat with. And some people go, oh, I don't have time to eat with any more people. Well, 
uh, you, have, you have time to eat, right? And, and so one of the reasons we use eating as a habit is it's something that we all do. And lunch can be shared. You can invite someone to share lunch with you. Uh, coffee or morning tea can be shared down the street. Uh, that's something you can do easily. It's something we do all the time. Uh, finding someone that you've met and saying, hey, do you, do you want to come down to the cafe and share a sandwich is something we can do. In some ways, we're, we're less comfortable these days inviting people to our homes. And uh, the, the, the first home, the home before you invite them to your actual home, is, is often the cafe. And so for us, putting into practice this habit of eating together, it might look like uh, finding some people uh, from church, some people from uh, wherever your other contexts are, and sharing some food with them. Uh, so some people from work saying, hey, do you want to share a sandwich over lunch and going to a cafe and sharing food with them? Uh, so eating is a habit that we want to get into the practice of as a church. So eating together is what we're doing Sunday, this Sunday after church. We're just brought some food, and we're going to share it together after the service. So that's the first habit, eating together. It's pretty simple. I think we can all find time for it. We can all make it work. Even if you're not the best cook, you know a cafe where someone cooks well, and we can share food with people in that way. And in that sharing food, we get to share life. And you'll discover that as you share food with people and as you do it regularly, they'll share things about where life is and what's going on and where they're experiencing a lostness. And as an expression of lostness is spoken about, I'm really struggling with this. You can invite God's kingdom to come into that place. You can pray. You can encourage. Uh, you can bless, which is the second habit, blessing someone. So, so eating and blessing are the two habits we're talking about this morning. And so blessing, we, in our relationship series a few weeks ago, talked about what this means. Uh, blessing is about uh, filling someone with strength for their purpose. So when we bless someone, we're filling them with strength for their purpose. Uh, maybe it's, it's just you're filling them with strength so that they can continue walking in life through the words that you say, through the time that you give them. Uh, blessing someone helps them to be known, uh, cared for, and loved. The, the blessings that really hit the, the target for people, and I'll talk a little bit more about the, the ways we bless in a second, the blessings that hit the target for people are the ones uh, that reflect that we actually know people, we know what's important to them, uh, we care for them through it in the way that we bless them, and through that they, they know that actually someone has seen them, someone loves them, someone cares for them. Uh, so, to bless, uh, some ways we can do it, acts of kindness, uh, gifts and words. So, acts of kindness. Thinking of a way that you could help someone else out. Maybe it's mow the lawn. Uh, maybe it's uh, cook, cook them a meal and then you gift it. Uh, maybe it's spending time with them, going for a walk with them, giving them a call. Uh, maybe for each person it's different. And so to do an act of kindness for someone, you need to discover the gap that God has positioned you to help fill. Gifts. Uh, there's gifts that you receive and you go, oh yeah, that's nice. 
And then there's gifts that you receive that you go, oh, that person really has heard all those hints that I've been giving them. <laughs> uh, the, the, those kinds of gifts are the ones that are a real blessing. Uh, maybe someone is really struggling financially and you just gift them with some money. You, you know their circumstance and you do it in a way that blesses them. It, it's an act of kindness, but it's also a gift. Uh, maybe uh, your gift to them is words. And so to, to bless you, you can see there's a, there's a blur across all these categories. Maybe you speak words of encouragement. Maybe it's you write a letter, you might, maybe you write a card, maybe you send them a message. Uh, maybe you're prompted by God and you send them that little encouragement. I, I always say to people, if you have a good thought about someone, share it with them. Uh, because if you have a good thought about them, maybe they need to hear it. And so translate the good thoughts that you have about people to words spoken to them. Uh, and so doing, bless them. Uh, blessing uh, leads to eating with people and eating uh, leads to blessing. In Luke 14, we, we see uh, a man is healed. Uh, we see a meal happen right after it. Uh, we, we, we see Jesus give them a, a, a teaching, a, a word that blesses them to know how to live well in this world. Don't take the place of honor. Uh, there's a couple of other passages uh, that we can look at. Luke 5. And so I'm going to flick over to Luke 5. If you want to find it, it's on page 837. Uh, so who does Jesus eat with? Uh, Jesus first calls out to, to Levi, uh, follow me. Levi, who later becomes Matthew, uh, gives a great banquet. As Jesus says, follow me, Levi offers him hospitality. In that place of hospitality, uh, Jesus reveals who he's come to, to call, uh, the, not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. We, we see Levi uh, as the one that is Matthew, the disciple, uh, the, the one who knows Jesus and reveals Jesus in a way that's unique. And yet, to the Pharisees, he's just someone, why would you eat with this tax collector? And so it's an act of kindness to Levi, because who would eat with the tax collector? No one wants to talk to the person that collects the taxes and maybe doesn't do it so well. Uh, let's uh, read quickly about another tax collector in, in Luke chapter 19. Uh, we have Jesus and Z Zacchaeus. Uh, so on page 854... Uh, so Jesus enters Jericho and was passing through it, and a man was there named Zacchaeus. He was the chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to see who Jesus was, but on account of the crowd, he could not, because he was short in stature. So he ran ahead and he climbed a sycamore tree to see him, because he was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to the place, he looked up and said to him, Zacchaeus, hurry and come down for I must stay at your house today. So he hurried down and was happy to welcome him. All who saw it began to grumble and said, he's gone to be the guest of the one who is a sinner. So all these people are pressing close to Jesus. The one who couldn't get close because no one would let him because he was the tax collector is up in a tree. Jesus picks him from the tree and says, uh, Zacchaeus, uh, and then goes and eats with Zacchaeus. And so... 
uh, all who saw him grumble and say, he's gone to the guest of one who is a sinner. Zacchaeus then stood there as he's received the blessing of being seen and known by Jesus. And he says to the Lord, look, half of my possessions, Lord, I will give to the poor. And if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. When Jesus enters the life of Zacchaeus, he is fundamentally changed just through the act of Jesus wanting to eat with him. And Jesus says, today, salvation has come to this house because he too is a son of Abraham. Zacchaeus has said, I see you, Jesus, as you have seen me, and I want to follow you. He's not made this great confession or anything. Uh, he's recognized who Jesus is and says, I want to be a follower of Jesus. And then he's demonstrated through living out uh, what Jesus himself would have done, uh, right what has been wrong uh, in the lives of others. And so Zacchaeus, in the early stage of being a disciple, has become a disciple of Jesus just through Jesus eating with him, blessing him uh, with his kindness. No doubt great words were shared around that table. And his response is to then bless others uh, by restoring to them what he has, not only what he has taken, half of my possessions I will give to the poor, and if I have defrauded anyone of anything, I will pay back four times as much. See, the effect of God's kingdom is that uh, blessing overflows. He's not just done what was right. See, being a Christian is not just about doing the right thing, being the right person. It's about following Jesus into his mission and seeing his kingdom come through being a blessing to the world. And so we see this demonstrated around that, that act of blessing where acts of kindness, gifts, words, and it's often done in, in eating. And these two things go hand in hand. So when we bless someone, we take something that God has given us and we use it to fill another with strength for a purpose. I wonder what has God given you in your hand? He's given us lots of things and it's not just wealth. Everything we have is a gift from God. What has God given you that you could use to fill another with strength for a purpose? You see, the, the truth of being a human being is that we live out our purpose in relationship with, with God and with other people. And as we live it out well in relationship with each other and take what God has given us in our hands and give it away, take what God has given us in our hands and just give it away and give it away and give it away, we bless others. And as we bless others, that overflows. And that's the way the world is meant to work. Take what you're given by God and give it away and give it away and give it away until that abundance flows. So, so why do, we, why do we call people to be a follower of Jesus? How does this relate to being a follower of Jesus? Well, this is the entire intention of Jesus coming, to reconcile the world to his purpose, that we would live in relationship with each other in a way that is infectious in a good way, that multiplies and brings blessing to the whole earth. Now, no other religion welcomes those who shouldn't 
be welcomed or don't deserve to be welcomed. It says you are pure, clean, uh, righteous, part of the family. Therefore, go. Represent the king. Every other religion in the world says you need to do the right thing in order to get to the right place. But Christianity says, as you're being blessed by God, go out, take that, and change the world with it. For some of you, that will look big. For some of you, that will look small. For some of you, that will look like cooking a meal. For some of you, that will look like sharing a word. For, for others, it will look like working hard in a garden to help someone. For, for others, it will be sitting over coffee. Uh, there's many ways that God has called us to be a blessing to people. And for each of us, we, we do it uniquely in how God has blessed us. But it's a habit that God calls us to in. Uh, in the world that we live in, uh, we're told make the most of your life. Uh, think much of yourself. Uh, grow uh, your abilities, grow your gifts. Uh, we're, we're taught to practice habits that make us the most efficient and effective. We're taught lots of ways to get rich quick, to be successful. But actually, the way Jesus calls us to live is for the success of others, to be a blessing for others. That's really unique. And if we see more people around the world doing that, living like that, the world will be changed. And how did Jesus organize the world to be changed? One person, one heart at a time. And it starts with us. Following Jesus, wherever we're at, whether we're Zacchaeus and we're just saying, I'm going to write, no, I'm going to bless uh, the people uh, that I've wronged over and abundantly and begin to learn what it looks to follow Jesus. Or maybe you've been following Jesus for years and you, and you, like me, need to continually relearn what it looks like to live as a blessing for other people. That's who we're called to be. That's how we're called to live. So this week, think about who can you eat with? Who can you bless? How has God uniquely positioned you as a person that can uh, bring blessing into the lives of of others uh, across uh, these weeks at church where these are the habits uh, blessing eating listening learning sending next week we're talking about listening uh, this week i'm wanting you to try just listening listen to uh, what god might be wanting to say to you as you look around this world and say who can i eat with who can i bless let me pray uh, Lord god you you call us to live in a way that is surprisingly uh, other-centered. Uh, you give us all that we need. Uh, our needs are met in you. Help us to discover this. Uh, you gift us uh, with what we need to be a blessing to others. Help us to discover what we have in our hand that we can share with others. Help us, Lord, to have the courage, uh, Lord, to be kind the courage to bless, the courage to invite, the courage to extend uh, with the potential of rejection. Lord, help us to see opportunity and give us the courage to change our ways, our, our rhythms, and to look and see the world differently this week. I thank you, Jesus, that you want to lead us in that. And, and so, Lord, as we talk with you in prayer through the week as we read from your word, as we talk with each other. Uh, lead us, Jesus. 
For we pray it in your name. Amen.